Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Jordana Levine, and you're listening to The Inspired Table Podcast. Each week, you'll be led down an inspired path of curiosity as I chat to some of my favorite soul-centered folk about the things that inspire me daily in the hope that some of that juicy inspiration will rub off on you. So pour yourself your favorite cuppa and take a seat at my table. I promise you'll leave happier, healthier, and bursting with inspiration. I'm going to call it. Spring is here, my friend. Today I wore sandals and a singlet and I ate a salad with the sun beaming down on my skin. And we might be a few weeks off, but at least Sydney is getting that spring weather. And very timely is this interview. And luckily the sun came out because today I talk to the Queen Bee of naturopathy and nutrition, Miss Anthony Kalouris. Now, Anthea, you would have heard of in your travels at some point. She is the founder of Ovio Organics and they have the most amazing herbal teas and spices and herbs. Um, all of the people in the eastern suburbs who are practitioners themselves see Anthea. Um, she has been in the biz for 20 years and she's one of the most knowledgeable and trusted professionals in this field. And today I talked to her about cleansing. And I've actually wanted to talk about cleansing and detoxing for a little while because it's something that I have done a few times in the past and I definitely think there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. And if anyone was going to tell us the right way to do it and the healthy way to do it and the way that's going to nourish us, it's Anthea. So as spring is just around the corner, I couldn't think of a better time to have this discussion. And I hope you enjoy my interview with Anthea Kalouris. My name is Anthea Kalouris and I've been a practicing naturopath, herbalist and food educator for, I think this is just over 22 years now and I um, have a great passion for organics and, and for tea and for herbs as medicine and started a brand called Ovio which began as a beautiful retail clinic apothecary in Paddington in 2004 and from that space I was very inspired to create my own Ovio products which were teas and herbs and spices um, because I wanted to reach more people and I thought my products are the little messengers of good health so rather than just seeing clients one-on-one or in workshop settings or events and talks I would also have a product line which would reach more people Um, In that time, I also wrote a book called I Am Food, Eating Your Way to Health, and I was very lucky enough to have that published by Penguin. 
um, which was a real great consolidation of my clinical practice over the last um, 20 years. That was published in 2014. And that brings me up to date. I'm constantly creating products. I'm still consulting and my business is growing and evolving. And you, know, you must have noticed lately, let's say the last maybe three, five years, how much of a trend this field has sort of become, the the study of herbs and of nutrition and, you know, creating herbal teas and spices and everybody's got a line of something. Have you have you noticed a real surge lately? Um, you know what, because I've been in the industry for quite a while, um, it's not new to me. I've seen the fads and trends come and go. Mm. So products and development of products have been around and they cycle and have done so since I've been a young naturopath studying in the early 1990s. I think what there is, there is definitely a lot, the categories of products are the same but there's a lot more within the product range, I suppose, is what's new but um, there's always been these kind of fads and trends that do cycle. I think that's just because I've been doing it for so long. So I, I see them come and go. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what do you think about what do you think about people's self awareness of their health? Do you think that there's been an improvement in the last few years, or do you think we're sort of in this um, eastern suburbs of Sydney small kind of percentile of people that are understanding? how to live a healthier life <laughs> yeah I know exactly where you're coming from with that um we ask this question amongst ourselves as practitioners and also within Ovio all the time you know is this is this the Ovio bubble which we call the eastern suburbs yeah. <laughs> yeah no I I get that um I think there is much there is a greater awareness but it's also it's amplified and it's put on the stage because of social media yeah um, it's I can't put it down to I can't measure it by the number of clients because I've been doing this for a while so I have always had a busy clinic so I can't measure it by the number of clients um, but I think it's more self-awareness and self-care and natural therapies is becoming more mainstream um, and so before the naturopath and the herbalist was such a fringe dweller and very yes. alternative. So I think that's what's changed is that there's more of us, more naturopaths, more herbalists, more health coaches, um, more whole food nutritionists, and we're educating more and more every day. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. And I do think that social media has played a big part in that. Yes, yeah. So I wanted to get you on the show today to talk a little bit about um, cleansing because we are moving into spring and the weather today, particularly in Sydney, is delicious. Um, so cleansing is something that's kind of on everybody's mind as they start to peel back their clothing layers. Um, but let's sort, of, let's sort of start really broadly um, about what cleansing is and why why we need to think about doing it quite regularly. I think um, cleansing has been has always been part of naturopathy as a as its core philosophy. 
is it's a means of transitioning a client from disease to a healthy, exuberant, energized state. And it's because we believe toxins are one underlying contributing factor to disease. There are many contributing factors and underlying causes. And as the naturopath, you're always seeking to find out why people feel the way they feel. But naturopathy has long existed and obviously there aren't the same amount of toxins that existed then as they do now. So I think it's an even greater need to cleanse now than it used to be because we're exposed to toxins in our environment, what we smell, what we use to clean with, what we apply in our body, in our beauty products, personal care products, um, pollution, um, what's in our food. So there's a, I feel there is a lot more toxins that are contributing to ill health and quite simply a cleanse is to identify the toxins, to tone the organs of detoxification in the body and to replace toxins with nutrition essentially. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think that people think when they go on a detox or a cleanse that they're sort of abstaining from alcohol or, you know, trying a few weeks without gluten, but there's just toxins in the air that we're breathing every day and the products that we're using. Absolutely. So we can't so much control our environment except in our internal environment within our homes is the materials that we bring in and what we use to clean with. Absolutely, we can control that. There's enough evidence to show how toxins or chemicals in any form um, are either endocrine disruptors, so they um, affect the way our hormones are balanced. They are known carcinogenic, so meaning they can contribute to or cause cancer. So there's enough evidence to show the way these toxins are interacting or they can be very disruptive to our um, vitamins and minerals. They might bind to vitamins and minerals. They might be inversely related. Um, too much copper means less zinc. Um, so it, it, it really it does it depends on the toxin, um, how it affects the body, but it also depends on an individual's health, how how they can actually detox themselves because the fact is we're in a constant state of detox or cleanse. It's just identifying the toxins, detoxing it via the tissue, supporting the, to the organs of elimination and just replacing f toxic foods or toxic ingredients with real ingredients. Yeah. And I, I, I mean... I mean, ideally, we, we wouldn't want to be ingesting or exposing ourselves to these toxins ever, but are you saying that um, a regular cleanse and just sort of a break from it all is enough to revitalize those organs? I think so. I think it's an opportunity for individuals to learn about what they can use instead. So I think and particularly my cleanses, the way I've created them was is specifically to educate um, what is it that we're really detoxifying and what can we use instead. So every time we do a cleanse, it's an opportunity to learn more about how the body works, what it requires to be healthy every day and to detoxify and eliminate contributing factors of ill health so ultimately we can prevent disease 
Yeah. So do you think that everyone everyone can benefit from a cleanse? I think so. The only time we don't like cleansing is if someone is pregnant or breastfeeding. Mm. Okay, so where, where would someone start? Let's say let's say you want to um, you're thinking about doing a cleanse in time for spring, and um, you know you want to start the new season off on the right foot. What's yeah. the what's the first thing you'd have a look at? So I think um, bringing it close to home is doing a food audit, um, looking in your fridge and pantry, and eliminating or discarding um, processed packaged foods, products that are ready to eat that have lots of additives and replacing them with fresh food, eliminating what we rely on as stimulants, giving your body a bit of a break from coffee um, or other caffeine products because often coffee and caffeinated products or drinks can disguise fatigue and why would we be fatigued? So a lot of the times we're masking how we really feel with uppers and downers so looking at any over-the-counter medication that we rely on, even pain medication, um, eliminating alcohol, trying to get off as an opportunity of cigarettes, for instance. So it's actually doing the most basic things. What bubbles up to the surface is probably the real stuff and what we need to deal with. And that's the opportunity that cleansing gives is addressing um, how you really feel because you don't have your crutches anymore. Yes. Yeah, it kind of gives you that opportunity to take stock and tune in with yourself, doesn't it? Correct. Yeah. So let's use coffee as an example because I am addicted to the stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I try and go off coffee quite regularly when I can, when I feel that it's building up and it is masking my fatigue. But you know, those first 24 hours are horrible and I would like to extend it, you know, to the first three or four days can be quite, uh, I might be sounding dramatic, but they can be quite traumatic. They're yeah. very, <laughs> like it's, it's quite a physical detox, isn't it? And yeah. I, I mean, that's just coffee for me, but I feel like a lot of people kind of refrain from these cleanses and these detox because those first few days can be quite disruptive. That's right. So I always think if you're going to give up the crutches, the addictive substances, you do it on a weekend where you don't need to have your full brain capacity um, because you will feel fatigued, you will feel brain foggy, you will get a headache and you just drink as much water and herbal teas and just flush it out of the system. And and it should show you that it's probably an even greater need to give it up. But not give it up is fine. The, the is fine how to enjoy it without needing it. It's my cons- my only concern with those things, especially with coffee, is if it's masking something else. Yeah. Otherwise, it's totally enjoyable. You get good quality coffee, and you can use it very smartly to um, increase mental performance. But what we would want as practitioners for you to have great mental performance, but can you go and take it to another level and an edge, give yourself a bit of an edge? Yes, you can do it quite cleverly with caffeine. Another thing is is use green tea, I think, because green tea is a nice stepping stone, still got the caffeine, mm-hmm. um, but cleaner um, because you can choose a beautiful organic um, green tea and it has a punchy amount of antioxidants. 
So that could be a great stepping stone. Yeah, the, the in-between stage. That's actually yeah. a really good idea. I might try that yeah. one next. Yeah. Um, the other thing that came up for me when I was thinking about doing this interview with you and cleansers in mm-hmm. general, mm-hmm. and I've noticed it over the years that some people can use a detox or a cleanse to the extreme and we kind of get into that realm of disordered eating. Yes. Have you have you seen that? Absolutely. Um, I have to be very mindful of it, that it isn't feeding into an eating disorder um, or feeding into body dysphoria. I don't know how to pronounce that correctly, but where people actually perceive themselves as being fat, but they're actually only a size 6 to 8. Yeah. So they use cleansing to dramatically... Um, reduce their body weight absolutely so that's why any cleanse program that I create it's very holistic and I'm very mindful of this that it's not just about diet and it's not about losing body fat it's about rebalancing and and eating what we've evolved to eat so it's resetting um, nutrition resetting the way your digestive system works it's taking the reliance of those stimulants and toxins. So it's I, it's not just about the food and about fat loss. Mm. So and then because the other things I might consider as, as part of self-care, it's hydration, it's how we breathe, it's getting adequate amounts of sunlight, it's movement, it's um, how we create a healthy day to incorporate self-care so the time we wake up, the time we go to bed and everything in between, it's about being. It's inco- about incorporating presence and mindfulness. It's about incorporating an education. So by doing it that way, it kind of detracts those clients, I suppose, or individuals that want the quick fix because it's not a good cleanse from a naturopath is not going to be the quick fix. No. And it's not It's not always, and, and you did mention this before, but it's not always about um, the deprivation. It's not always about removing. It's about adding the things in that are going to nourish your body. Exactly. exactly. So, yeah. yes, there are things that we remove, but it's only because they hinder health, but we replace them with things that we should be doing and our body desires and actually ultimately love and crave for. Because at the end of the day, nothing feels as good as feeling healthy. Nothing does. Um, And I think eventually, you know, whoever does a cleanse realizes that. And it doesn't mean you can't enjoy um, sugar or coffee or alcohol down the track. You just, it's about resetting. It's about creating a high uh, more of a sensitivity to those things because when you've had a break from them you find that you don't need as much when you reintroduce them if if you reintroduce them at all mm. so people's tolerance to them increases is that the right way of saying it or yeah. decreases or increases yeah, no, to- yeah your tolerance increases so you know what i mean by that is just that you're just more sensitive to it mm. it's not a bad thing um, so just I, it's almost like recalibrating the body. Mm. Um, your taste buds, you know, during a cleanse we incorporate different types of foods, bitters, sour, tart, which um, are great for digestive health and 
try to get off the desire for just sweet foods. Yeah, and that's a big one for most people, isn't it? Mm, mm. Is that sugar addiction? And it's you mm. know it's beyond it's beyond the um, the taste of the sugar. It's 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 an actual addiction, much like you know any other stimulant. Correct. Yeah. So how do we go about fitting a cleanse into everyday life? Sure. I think um, is is actually preparation mm. is knowing. Um, is choosing something that's appropriate for you in your time frame, in your work life, in your home life. Um, some people actually do cleanse programs away at a day spa or a health retreat. So they actually remove themselves from day-to-day life. Um, others incorporate it into their lifestyle. But I think um, it's fine if you're what we call a seasoned cleanser, you know how to cleanse. Mm. But if you're new at it, I think really a stepping stone is, is, is getting to know, it's, I think it's an education, is what are the toxins that we're talking about? What, it, what does it mean to actually cleanse and detox? What are toxins? Identifying them and gently removing them and knowing what to replace them with. And it, you might just stick to um, removing toxins within the diet and the environment and that's it. Yeah. yeah, and also I think people get a little bit um, precious about this sort of stuff. Like it might be really hard for three weeks, mm. but then it's just three weeks of your life, you know. And you know what? Those people who do it will never say it's hard. That's only hard if they're quite intensely addicted to mm. their stimulants or their crutches. But as they go through it, they actually feel amazing. So on day three or four is when it kicks in and the nutrition and the health foundations really start building. Yeah. That's and when they're they, like, I could do this forever. <laughs> and they feel great. So it's yeah. actually not hard. Yeah. It's actually a relief because it's like I didn't know I could feel so good. I feel on top of my health. I'm well prepared. I'm empowered. Mm. People start feeling better quite quickly. Yeah. But, I mean, it does take a little bit of um, preparation, doesn't it? Because, you know, you can't you can't eat out. Um, you may have to not socialise as much in the first few weeks or the first few days. Yeah. And, you know, it'll it'll take a little bit of cooking and planning and all the rest of it. But, mm. but worth, it, worth it for that feeling. Absolutely. And, you know, and, that, and that's where you can individually cater to those people so there are lots of online programs and you hope those people who sign to an online program are fairly seasoned cleansers mm. um, that don't need so much hand-holding. However, there's often Facebook forums that support an individual every day and throughout the day. I think if someone doesn't really know how to begin or what to do and they need something more bespoke and hand-holding, it is better that they see a qualified naturopath and actually have something made for them individually. Yeah, yeah I think that's a good idea and a good segue yeah. because yeah. you do have a cleanse yes. coming up, which is really yes. exciting, um, yes. and sign-ups close on August 24th, which is really soon. So yes. I'm so glad we got to do this interview before that. Okay. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about this specific 21-day cleanse? Sure. I decided to consolidate um, my cleanse programs, which sincerely I've been implementing for the whole time that I've been a naturopath. But I 
once as a young naturopath read a book on seasonal health and I thought it makes so much sense to actually offer clients a seasonal cleanse program because it's an opportunity for them to really reconnect with the change in um, weather, the change in temperature, the change in food on offer, um, so seasonal produce, the change in length of days, short days in winter, long days in summer. So it was an opportunity to really reconnect with nature because um, I think so many of us don't do that. Mm. It it Then it gets you up close and personal with food that is on offer, which is fundamental. So it helps you really embrace seasonal produce. It also, doing a cleanse seasonally, helps you tune into your body. When it's cold, you have warming food. You don't have the cold juices and the cold smoothies. When it's warm, you can bring in more cooling smoothies and juices um, in winter you want to have more broths cleansing broths they're warming but yet they're still cleansing so that's why I created um, cleansing seasonal cleanse programs I thought 21 days is an achievable time and I found in my clinical practice that it it really only took 21 days for clients to or patients to create a habit mm. that is not science-based because I know there is no science to this this is my own findings in my own clinical practice and then I thought let's just do this as an online program which is suitable for anyone but not anyone who's pregnant or breastfeeding um, and it starts from um uh, getting started ebook and the point of the getting started ebook is to help you get off your crutches and stimulants a week before you begin the cleanse is to do a bit of a food audit pantry and fridge um, review it's also helping your mind create time and space for cleansing and then the weekend before the first week begins you get a shopping list a weekly meal plan and beautiful recipes and also a focus guide so week one is all about learning about your digestive system how it processes food how to take care of it the art of eating well how to make sure that we move our bowels how to make sure we digest absorb and then week two is all about um, focusing on the body and sunlight and what I mean by that is movement breathing hydration and then and included in that is obviously the shopping list and meal plans and recipes and week three is about looking at your environment and all the chemicals that we're exposed to in our environment beauty personal care cleaning as well as a shopping list menu recipes and then I complete it with a my day my daily spring guide which is how to continue on the program or aspects of what you've learned for maintenance so you'll get that as a free ebook which is my daily spring or my daily autumn which is to continue on with that beautiful work as an ongoing 
What I love most about this is the education that comes with it because I think a lot of um, detox and cleansing programs kind of tell you what to do, what to remove, maybe what to add in, but they don't tell you the why or what's happening in your body. Yes. Um, so I think it's really great to have that education and then to be able to use that knowledge going forward as you come out of the cleanse. Yeah, and it's it's so supported by that because I always say to my clients is, I only want you to do something that you understand. If you don't understand it, it won't work for you. You're going to do it for such a short period of time. If you understand it, then you can simply apply it. It's not doing something because you have to do something or you think it's good for you. It makes sense. You just, you're learning about how to take care of your mind and body and being on top of things and feeling empowered and not missing a beat and, you know, I have a clinical practice that is full of chronic disease, Mm. cancer. The whole purpose is to reset, get some real body and mind awareness, is know before you get sick, before the diagnosis, and in actual fact, prevent disease. Yeah. Yeah. We want to be making it a preventative rather than a cure. Yeah, I agree. Oh, well, thank you. This all sounds so amazing. I, um, I'm i going to put the links to this program in the show notes of this episode. Um, and hopefully everybody will listen to the episode before the, the cutoff. <laughs> but if they do miss this round, how often do you do these online cleanses? So the next one will be summer, which okay. is exciting, which is a lot of the time my clients do a summer cleanse to actually prepare for a beautiful summer mind and body and health but also get them stronger for the festive season Mm. because they want to know okay because within that I incorporate okay I'm going to this Christmas function and this party what should I eat (laughs) how much alcohol should I have it's an opportunity to really reset and understand how to look after yourself in the festive season so um, the next cleanse will be in summer which is November Fantastic. Um, so if they yeah, if they miss out on spring, there's one soon after. Correct. Beautiful. All right. Well, thank you so much, Anthea. I really appreciate it. Um, and you you see you see clients in your clinic in Paddington, is that right? Correct. Okay. So I'll put all the details um, for the clinic and stuff there as well. Thank you, Jordana. They were great questions. If you enjoyed that episode of the Inspired Table podcast, tell me about it. I love hearing nice things about myself. Um, No, for real. If you did enjoy the episode, please go and leave me a rating or review on iTunes. I haven't asked in such a long time and it really does make a big difference to how iTunes views my podcast. Um, If you just want to ask a question or you have something you'd like to say, because everyone has a voice, you can email me or you can leave me a comment on the blog. Until next episode, this is Jordana Levine wishing you an inspiring week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started.